Hi and welcome to the final episode, episode six of season two. I'm Jenny Field. I'm Trudy Lewis. And I'm Advita Patel. And in this final episode, we are talking about the people that inspire us. And this one is going to be led by Trudy. So over to you, Trudy, to tell us a bit more about why we're talking about this today. Well, we talk about people who inspire us all the time. Uh, We quote them on this podcast. We share amongst ourselves about who really stand out. We're constantly quoting Advita. (laughs) And and we, we share how these people have impacted us. And I think there's a real importance about having these types of people in our lives. They encourage us to push forward. They encourage us that certain things are possible. I can't tell you the amount of people who have stood out for me that say that that make me realize that actually the dreams that I have or the ideas that I have are not stupid. I can actually do this as well. And they also keep us focused on what we need to be pursuing. And so we thought it would be really interesting to explore some of these people. Some of them will be famous, some of them won't be, but how do these people inspire us in our lives? How do we tap into them? What do we get from them as individuals and what impact it's made on our lives, really? So I think I think that's where we should start the discussion. Oh, well, I'll go I'll go in high and high here. So I'll yeah. I am gonna mention <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got a list of folks that I want to kind of and hopefully to, to the folks who are listening in, they would also follow some of these people and, and look into them and, and and they also, you know, give inspiration as well. So the person I'm obviously going to talk about first and the person that we've mentioned throughout all our kind of episodes in some way or another is the wonderful Dr. Brené Brown. The reason I want to talk about Brene Brown first was because she was the one who really allowed me to think deeper about vulnerability and shame. And I felt uh, that for me to succeed in who I was and the person that I am, I had to have a mask on and I had to be somebody else to succeed right and Brene Brene's books if if anyone's read them and I know both of you have you know talk about shame and vulnerability and the fact that she's actually done research and you know how uh, I'm a fan of research and data and, and backing up the claims that she's done that research and she's demonstrated that when you show a bit of vulnerability and you allow yourself to be vulnerable and embrace the shame at times you can be a better leader you can be, and you can inspire other people as well to be better leaders. So, and and she obviously came up with the the most amazing quote that we've said about twenty times throughout our podcast <laughs> is, "Don't listen to the people in the cheap seat," and that is something that I remind myself of when I get unsolicited feedback, which is often because <laughs> you you put when you put yourself out there, you're you kind of you know you're kind of asking for it to to an essence. And I have to say that to myself, that don't listen to the people in the cheap seats because they're allowed their opinion. We've said this in previous podcasts, but they're not allowed to make you question your judgment at times if you don't believe that they've been where you've been. And it's okay to be vulnerable. So for me, Dr. Brene Brown takes the top spot in this moment in my career, I should say. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go down a kind of non-work inspire us. And I... Um because working out and fitness is quite a big part of, of of our lives at home so my husband's a really keen runner and I do quite a lot of hit and weight training and, and yoga I can't run so that's not ever gonna happen but I'm quite inspired by people that really push themselves to the limits because it really helps me understand what's possible for me 
because I'm not an athlete, you know, I'm not an athlete. <laughs> I'm not, you know, going to be competing and stuff like that. But watching things like the CrossFit Games with Tia Toomey on and Matt Fraser and reading The Art of Resilience by Ross Edgley last year, uh, where he uh, swam around the UK, was just, for me, really inspiring to realise what the human body is capable of, to realise that you can kind of, you've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone if you want to get results and that you've got to be consistent in doing that to get the results that you want, if those are the results that you're kind of aiming for. So there's definitely something for me from a kind of fitness sporting perspective that really inspires me, makes me get up, makes me push myself further. I remember when I was reading The Art of Resilience, and I was doing a workout and I was having a moment of, I really don't want to do this anymore. I think I was flipping tyres around a car park or something. And uh, yeah, as you do. And and I, in the back of my mind was, he swam around the UK. <laughs> you can lift up this tyre. <laughs> so I keep them with me in terms of those little sort of positive little people on my shoulder to kind of keep me going. And, you know, if they can do it, you can do it. You know, just keep going and push yourself. And that they are definitely people that inspire me. I also watched a program last year, which was Bear Grylls, and it was called something like The Toughest Race on Earth. It was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And these people were like going through the jungle. I can't remember where they were now. And they had to, you know, rock climb and run and cycle and kayak. And and that was phenomenal because these were not athletes. These were kind of normal groups of people. And it's stuff like that I could watch. And I'm just literally, I mean, I'm watching it going, nope, absolutely not doing this. <laughs> but also so inspired by people that do stuff like that. Because even though I've done my, you know, I cycled, you know, from London to Hull and I cycled from Brussels to London, which, you know, are extreme long distance rides as well. But seeing people do stuff that really pushes them to the extreme for me is just I find it hugely inspiring to kind of get up and live life and see things and do stuff wow that's a good one I mean I I you know just one person to start with that really inspired me and it was out of one book that she wrote and Advita knows this person as well so Shonda Rhimes for me is <laughs> hugely inspiring and and I'll tell you why it's it's it's, it's within her book it's called the year of yes it talks about somebody who was already successful. However, she just wasn't enjoying that success. She wasn't stepping into her place within that success. She was really holding back. And I loved it because it wasn't like uh, somebody who wasn't doing well, who was saying, oh, poor me. She was already storming ahead and yet still was still not stepping into her place and avoiding a lot of things. And the whole thing of saying yes to things that she was always saying no to. She would always say no to things that would expose her, put her on a pedestal, put her out there for people to see her. And she would always hold back. And just the journey she went through because she made the promise at the beginning of a year and it took her through a whole year. And I found all of that book or all of her and what she went through incredibly inspiring. At the end of it, she lost over a hundred pounds as well. And broke some boundaries that she was that were things that were limiting her she just literally took things forward and and I I love that and saying saying that you know Jenny you just spoke about the type of person that inspires you and for me a type of you know it is around somebody who is direct who has actually pushed through something that's difficult and achieved something that they probably thought that they couldn't achieve at the time and that gives me a lot of hope so 
you know, when you when you've got a bit of hope about something, you think, oh, mm. actually, I can I can actually do something. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe this idea that I have isn't beyond me. It's actually something that I can achieve. So I find those those types of things really really inspiring. But it's I guess the question is. So how do you use some of that? How do you kind of take some of that on board and, and apply it to your lives, though? You know, Shonda was definitely somebody who inspired me a lot at, a few years ago when I was fearful of, of, of public speaking. I never public spoke, you know, and it's one of those things that I struggled with a lot for a range of reasons. But it was Shonda's book when I, I actually bought it on Audible. She narrates it herself. And just hearing her voice talking about her journey and how she got to where she is today. And that year that she did say yes was so inspirational on my driving to work every day. And 100% right there, Trudy, where she said, you know, she was a very successful person. She's a screenwriter and she wrote Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and all those really American programs that I just love. And knowing that this woman just didn't feel good enough or, you know, I felt like she wasn't worthy enough to step into that spot made me it really gave me that inspiration, you know, to be like, look, you know, I'm not saying that I'm a, you know, a, a Grammy awarding, <laughs> Grammy award screenwriter, but you know, if someone like that feels that they couldn't be there, but then spent a year saying yes to different opportunities and stepping into that zone, that was a huge inspiration for me to be like, right, that's it. I'm, I wanted to say yes to every opportunity that comes my way, and it was actually the day I finished reading Shonda's book. Uh, I had the day off because I was going off to an award ceremony because I'd been uh, recognised for being one of the top 50 future leaders in, in the north of England. And it's it's a Northern Power Women, it's called. And the CEO, Simone, rang me that day, uh, the day I finished reading her book in the morning. And at 11 o'clock that morning, I got a call from Simone to say, I needed to step in because somebody's not been able to, someone's had to step off the speaking at my events. So I want you to step in because I read your blog. I wrote a blog about me winning the award. So I read your blog and I really want you to tell your story. I'd never spoken publicly before that point. And I promised myself as soon as I shut that book that morning, which was like 10.30 or something like that, that I would say yes to the next opportunity. <laughs> and Shonda, because of Shonda's book, Shonda Rhimes' book, and her saying say yes to the next opportunity was one of the last few words I read. I had to say yes to Simone. Like that was, she pushed me to say yes. And if I hadn't said yes to Simone to be on that stage, June, you know, it was in June 2018, I wouldn't have come up with, I wouldn't have set my own business up. I wouldn't have set up a leader like me. I wouldn't be speaking on the podcast with you two I wouldn't have been on stages that I've been on I wouldn't have done the things half the things I've done because I still would have had hundreds and thousands of different excuses on why I mm. wasn't good enough or felt not good enough to be part of that conversation so you're right with those people who inspire you and, and Shonda's book was top alongside Brené Brown's book where I would say she changed sounds very dramatic but she changed my life which because she did <laughs> mm. Brene's Netflix for me is always one of the best ones her call to courage Netflix yeah. I've watched that about three times it's always on the plane so um when I used to get <laughs> on a plane I would always just sit and watch that and I just love it that always is a nice little sort of refresher boost if you like of just that little hit and I think to your question Drew about kind of how do you use it there is something I think in all of us about taking that inspiration and then putting it into action like we will Yes. that's kind of just in our natures to be like right okay I'm going to take this and I'm going to do something with it but I definitely think there is something in no, knowing your sources of inspiration and, and bringing them in when you need them 
like, <laughs> you know, like I said, I watched that Call to Courage a couple of times because it's it's really helpful for me if I just need, you know, something to watch that's just going to 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 remind me of having that call to courage, you know, because there's a lot that we do where we're putting ourselves out there. You know, all of us speak at events, all of us are writing articles for the media. My, I've got a, a book, you know, all of those things are really vulnerable things to do because it's your thoughts and opinions and putting them out there. So I think having those little things in your armory of, I need a little shot of Brene <laughs> today <laughs> is really helpful. I think there's there's a few others that inspire me and inspire us. And I know we've talked about Michelle Obama, you know, so much over the years. She's definitely one for me. And reading her book, I just thought was just so insightful into her history and her career and where she's been and how she met um, Barack and and just so much of of that story. I read that book and was just completely inspired. And I watched the Netflix documentary as well. uh, And I find her incredibly inspirational, especially with the the scrutiny and the challenges and everything that you learn when you read the book. I just, I've always thought she's clearly a very strong woman and I will always admire someone that's got that strength, like you were saying, Trude, about what's the traits. But there was definitely something in reading the book that I just thought this person is outstanding. No, I, I, I think, I think it's interesting. I, you're, you're right about replaying it and continually bringing it up when that, when it is an issue. So, so when you have something that's blocking you or making it difficult, you think, well, who can inspire me? Who can who can inject some courage into me? And 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 you might listen to a Brene Brown or somebody else like that. So it's so true. And I find that there are people, just average general people around me, that do exactly the same thing. Because one of one of the the, the, the things that's really important is for us to hold up role models. And now role models should be inspiring us as well. And it's interesting how, yeah, we talk about some of these famous people, but there are some, there are so many everyday people who really just inspire me in terms of what they're doing in, in business, what they're doing in their careers. I've had a couple of bosses who have really stood out for me in terms of, you know, they've been really strong and it, it, this happens with the women. So they're, they're really strong. Most people don't like them because they're so strong, yet still, I find that's almost like a magnet. I I want to be around that person because they've had to be direct. They've probably had to be um, quite forceful simply because of the position that they're in. But yet the average person gets a little bit angry that they're being harsh or hard or, or firm and as a result, do not relate to them very well. And I and I look at it and I think, no, but that person inspires me. You know, that person makes me feel excited that actually look at what they're achieving because they are actually standing up for themselves or they're being quite direct or they're able to push through on things that perhaps we wouldn't expect a woman to push through on. They're in roles that perhaps a woman isn't traditionally in. And so but we, we want to see more of that. And those role models for me really, really inspire me. Women who are doing, and sometimes men who are just doing some extraordinary things in their lives who are not necessarily famous or celebrity or whatever. It just really, that gets to me as well. And I think I how I apply it is just the same thing that you were saying, just the repetition, just reminding myself, being around them mm. is huge uh, in terms of just, listening to them talk not necessarily in a formal mentoring way but 
just simply being around them and just talking to them is is quite quite inspiring. I think it's one of the reasons why Priya and I set up a leader like me, to be honest, because yeah. just just going back to your sentence there, Trudy, about role modeling and having people that do inspire you. One of the things that we did recognize when we spoke about leader like me was having that inspiration in those kind of everyday roles as we call them or ordinary you know ordinary people not that I believe that everyone's ordinary I think that everyone's has an extraordinary part with them right but anyway for this purpose of this podcast the non-famous people (laughs) even though you know you can be famous if you want to but just for us non-famous people who do we have to look up to in the work that we do right how can you and that inspiration or can I make it you know, can I be in that position? Is it a, if no one else before me has made it into that role, then what chances have I got to be in that role? And which is why we talk a lot, and we spoke about this on our diversity podcast. But what this is why it's so important to have such a diverse workforce around you. Mm. You want that hope and that inspiration, right? You want to be looking ahead, like you had those two amazing women. It sounds like who really inspired you to be better and do better and bring your better self into work, so you can aspire to be like them one day. But when you don't have that, and you just see a, a singular kind of level of somebody who's never managed to break that glass ceiling or that mold, you do start questioning whether you're the one that can do that. So for me, for a leader like me, there are some women, part of a leader like me, who have really embraced, and going back to what Jenny said about people who take on the advice and listen to folks that they may think, who are, you know, who they believe are inspiring them, and go ahead and try and do something themselves as well. So we've got women on our Leader Like Me program who join our program to build some confidence and put themselves out there so they could inspire other women who look like them to step out of their comfort zone and, and, and speak up. And those women who have done that on our program inspire me every single day because to put yourself out there publicly and to say that this is who I am and this is what I believe in and this is what you should do if you want to kind of grow and develop and do this and write a very vulnerable blog, which again goes back to Brené, it takes a lot. Mm. And I, those women on our programs uh, and a part of the Leader Like Me network have really inspired me to keep on going myself and, and keep, you know, when I'm having those moments of, and, and both of you know this, when I have moments of sadness, when things are not moving as quickly as I'd like them to or if I feel a bit deflated because somebody has made a comment or once again we see another conference with an all-white speaker list I think back to those women and remember that what I am doing is helping them grow and develop and what they're doing is going to help inspire other people as well and I love that you know and this is what this is what I personally I believe that this is what life is about you know what legacy are we leaving behind for other people who would watch us and listen to us and 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 we speak passionately about some of the topics we 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 care about and I hope you know and I never talk about masses I know we joke about we want you know thousands and thousands of listeners I mean amazing if we get thousands of listeners 20,000 you were we, very you were very specific yeah. 20,000 yeah 20,000 20, but if we can inspire just one person just one person to believe in themselves, like all those amazing people we've just mentioned in, in the last, you know, 20 minutes or so, I think we that's that's an amazing feat because that's really important because I would hope it's like a um, a knock-on effect, right? Then that one person goes and inspires somebody else and so on. And that's how we, it's a trickle effect. And I always talk about the tr- trickle effect because people often stop themselves by doing things because they think they don't have impact or they're not the Brené's and they're not the Shondas and Bichelles and Oprah's of the world. So possibly what impact can they have but 
I think it's important to remember and it's really important for all three of us to kind of think about and it's great that you have called out the non-famous folk who do inspire us every single day because we do have people in our networks that do that. And I I often think people don't realise their impact on other people because sometimes there can be really small things people are doing but they're quite impactful on others and you know there is something for me around the people around me who who do inspire me all the time I was having a conversation with my PT the other day who was talking about how she'd done this really hard workout and then when she'd sort of done the first part of it she then did a load of you know kettlebell swings and box jumps and other stuff and I was like there is no part of me that would do that I would get to the end of the first part and be like well, that was disgusting. I'm going to go inside and eat some cake. <laughs> and I said, so I find it, you know, like to me, that is really inspirational that you have got it in you to just carry on and keep going and keep doing what you've said you're going to do or whatever it might be. And I find that kind of stuff, you know, it's a bit fitness related again, but it's that, that I find really inspirational. Equally, it'd be to the stuff that you, you do around really calling people out, not in a, not in an aggressive way at all, but just kind of saying like, guys, this isn't okay. There is a there is a, a a bravery to that, which I know is a word we've talked about before. But that I will often, you know, think things, and we will talk about things between the three of us, and that's kind of just our space to be like, oh, "This is not okay, it's not okay," and then we'll just leave it because you know we won't call something out, we won't say something, or we won't have an opinion that we think you know might be bashed down. So whenever I see somebody standing up for what they truly believe in, and taking action in that I always find that inspirational and I'm all about that you know we've got we've got to do things to make the world a better place you know I'm all about helping people learn this the power of communication inside the workplace you know productivity resilience all the things that go with that so when we're taking action to actually make that change anyone that's doing that that's really driving things forward will always be someone that inspires me and when it's my friends and I see my friends doing stuff I find that amazing. Even if I look at my family, you know, and friends might have been through stuff and their resilience and how they can keep going. It might not be to the same extent as some of the other things that inspire me, but I think we can take little bits of inspiration around the people around us if we really, you know, think about the stuff that everybody's going through and what everybody's achieving and being able to do. Yeah, and it's it's so interesting how some people are able to take a step back when we're in the midst of something, you know, other people are able to step back perhaps because they're not going through what we're going through and when they take that step back they're able to either say something or do something that really just touches you so you're you're able to think hang on a minute I've just seen demonstrated what's what's possible and because I've seen what's possible I don't I don't feel so down in the dumps anymore I or I don't feel as if to say I can't achieve something and and that's so important, that kind of transition from what I'm seeing in, in, in my immediate circles is a bit dim and dark to somebody coming along and, and perhaps, in a sense, shedding a little bit of light on, on something from a different perspective that suddenly just throws it out. I mean, even people who I might be coaching or mentoring, it's exactly the same thing. They might say something and I'm like, oh, my goodness. I didn't see it that way. And suddenly it opens up for the person. The person just opens something up for me that I am now able to take and move on with. You know, partially that's why I love the whole entity of coaching and how we kind of allow people to express themselves, to to, to share what they're thinking. And then we explore how we overcome certain things together 
because that in itself is you know they might think that they're just sharing offloading their problems but actually sometimes it's an it's an inspiration to hear some of the challenges that they've had and how they how they're progressing out of it and the fact that they are making a difference and they are making changes i'm always fascinated about that whole thing of change how people you know change is really difficult changing who you are changing what you're doing is really hard but i think it would be near impossible if we didn't have people inspiring us to get there mm. Or if we didn't have, you know, mothers or fathers or whatever, you know, around us to kind of just egg us on or just say one word to us when things are going really awful. And I can't say how many times that's happened to me. I've had friends, you know, that thing of, oh, somebody's on your mind and you pick up the phone and they've, you know, they pick up the phone and call you and say, you're on my mind and I have to tell you this. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, how did you come up with that? Because that's exactly what I needed to hear. So it's close to home. It's, it is certainly isn't just, you know, that abstract kind of, oh, I've I've listened to a quote or I've heard mm. this. It's it's that thing that's far closer to us. And I and I know that that def, definitely probably resonates with you, Advita, because of the work that you're doing with those with those women within a leader like me at the moment and how you're in, you're inspiring them and they're inspiring you. And I think that's quite powerful. And I do think it's, you know, and I want people who are listening to, to believe that they everybody is, everyone can inspire everyone, right? I think that's really important to do that. But we talked about types before. And for me, if I look at the type of people who inspire me, it's definitely those people who take action. You know, those people who will step forward and take action and learn and, and, and apply the things that they've learned and move forward with the things that they've done and step into that space that some people may find uncomfortable at times to do so. When we've spoken about this before, about it's great listening to everything that's going on and you go to hundreds of courses and you sit on doing online training, but then what are you doing with that information that you've learned? And it's the people who take that information, apply it to, you know, to, to whatever they're doing and inspire others to do the same. Those are the people that I care about. I will not be wowed by Tom Cruise. No offence, Tom Cruise. I think he's like, you know, I don't think he's actor. listening, mate. I think you're probably all right. <laughs> he might be listening. <laughs> but, you know, Tom, if you're listening, no no disrespect. I think, Why? you know, whatever. You, Why doesn't great, he inspire great. you? I, I don't know. He's just not the kind of person that would inspire me. I just he doesn't float my boat. I suppose you know there's various different things. But we, can, we can go into a right dark tunnel about Tom Cruise here, which we really don't want to get into. But he's you know I, I believe that he's 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 doing a job and he's doing his job well, right? And he, I I have personally haven't seen Tom Cruise do anything that's uh, you know changing the world, and that's because there's other stuff going on in Tom's life that we just don't want to get into right now because of the stuff that we've. You know that I've heard not not by his best. Not that <laughs> we're going down a really <laughs> weird because I do, like he does all his own stunts on like Mission Impossible and stuff, and I really think that's quite well, impressive. Yeah, yeah that's all. That is quite <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say that. You know, I think that you know he's doing it because it's his craft, and that's what he wants to do and bring yes. the joy. That's absolutely fine. Yeah. But I'm talking about the people who would step into that space when no one else is in that space and speak about topics and stuff that and and show their vulnerability. So we talked about. Brené Brown's story, Courage, uh, on Netflix that she talks about, she talks about her vulnerability and when she got all trolled because yes. she that TED book that she did went viral and lots of people started slagging off the way she looks, which is something that women often have to put up with, right? Because there's the one attack 
that some folks think is okay to do. So she spoke about that. She's very vulnerable about speaking about it. And I really, really love that about people when they can put themselves out there in that vulnerable space. And when they make mistakes and they admit them and go, yes. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I admit I made a mistake. I'm going to learn. I'm going to be better. And they are better. They just don't say they're going to be better, right? They go and do it. And we see them yeah. trying to be better in what they're doing. And those are the people that I absolutely find inspirational because you don't have to do that. You could just sit there. You could just be practicing your stunts. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, I don't make a difference. But I just, you know, if you, I truly believe that you have to take action with everything that you're learning to to help others be. There's no point sitting in your little box, you know, learning and learning and learning and then not really doing anything yeah. with that those lessons that you've learned and those are the people who and which is why I love you know which is I think if we all were quite honest with ourselves and look look around our community we do attach ourselves to folks who are action takers right we do mm. we could we could you know we don't really work or or, 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 or communicate or you know have a French there may be a few friends maybe but generally I think we we do attract the people that we uh that are action takers and well I certainly do anyway I know yeah. I we I think, there, there, I think there's also something about being inspired by people who are just real and genuine. Like there's something for me about, you know, I come back to my, my, my PT again and talking about, you know, our love of KFC or you know, the old burger and stuff like that. Like I, I like things that are real. I don't, I, I'm not inspired by people that are portraying something that they believe others expect of them because that's, that's not inspirational to me. I want people to be able to be themselves. And I think that's, that's when you start to, you know, be you. And we talked about this in the last episode, didn't we? About, you know, being you and just you and embracing you because no one else can be that person. So I think that's the thing for me. I, I'm inspired by people who are just real and honest and, uh, and like you said, will admit if they've made a mistake or anything like that. It's just, it's just them. And I think that's, there's something really to be respected about that. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I agree. I think, um, and I think respect's quite an important thing because if we didn't respect them, then they couldn't inspire us. Yeah, could we? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's it because there's that reality from them. You, we all kind of have this big respect for them, and suddenly, everything that they're doing really inspires us. Which is why perhaps inspiration from people who are not necessarily famous, who are a little bit abstract is probably stronger, probably stronger to get inspiration from people closer to you and the people in a, more in your circles rather than those celebrities, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, yeah, well, because it's more it's more relatable to you. Like if you see yeah. someone speak about, I don't know, about their podcast, for example, and they've got, you know, 20,000 downloads <laughs> every episode and we're listening to that, it's like, well, you know, this is great, but we just don't have that audience or we're just not there yet. You know, so how relatable is it? And I think there's something in that about the people that inspire all of us are people that we feel we can relate to and take something from. And the closer they are to you, the more relatable, I guess, they would they would be as well. Yeah. But if we we would normally end on kind of top tips, which feels a bit weird about the people that inspire us to do kind of top <laughs> tips. But I'm wondering whether there's... Like what's the, you know, you, we've mentioned a couple of books and we've put all this in the show notes as well, but what's the, you know, are there anything that we haven't covered that you think, you know, if you just read this book or listen to this podcast or do this to, to give people a bit of a flavour of the things that have... You know, one of the things we could, uh, you know, that, that's really important is to understand 
some of the people who inspire you for different purposes. And it's a little bit like, you know, what Advita said about Brene, you know, when you're vulnerability and courage and so on. And these are some of the themes that she covers. And I'd say that people like uh, Michelle Obama, it's how she overcame challenges and so on. Um, and perhaps a very difficult time when she was always being perceived as a diff- as the wrong person. Mm. And I think that's that's another way of looking at what you would get from her. And for me, there's um there's an activist minister called Christine Kane who set up a charity to rescue people from slavery across Europe and has been has seen a level of success. It's called A21, and you know, has seen a level of success in releasing people from slavery. And that is hugely inspiring, you know, mm. the fact that she has pushed through and said, I have this felt need and I really want to make a difference. And I think all I'd say, maybe even as a as a tip or advice, is go and seek out those people that really float your boat, that really kind of get you and that say things, whether it's whether it's reading their books or reading articles or seeing quotes, actively seek out these these people who who encourage you because we if we don't need anything we certainly need encouragement we need a lot of hope and a lot of injection of other people's strength sometimes to keep us going forward and as a result rather than just looking at some of the people that we've mentioned there are tons of people and tons of other things that actually inspire you and taking a little bit of time to explore that is is not only fun because you discover some things I one of the discoveries I made, uh, Hillary Clinton and her daughter Chelsea wrote this fantastic book of gathering uh, heroic women across all sorts of um, sectors. And just looking at that and reading some of it is incredibly inspiring because it, it highlights some of these women who, some of them were way back in history, did remarkable things to change society, change the world, impact their families, impact society generally, and the environment and all the rest of it. And they've just featured all these women in this book. And I just think things like that really help you to stay a little bit focused on, do you know what, I'm I'm getting encouragement from the fact that these people, some of them look like me, some of them don't look like me, have done some things that are incredible. And they've, they've pushed through when all the odds were against them. Yeah, I think the only one thing I would say is is have conversations with people that you might not normally have conversations with. Mm. So I'm thinking about the Clubhouse chats that I've been having. If you're not familiar with Clubhouse, it's an audio-only social platform. And I do a regular chat in there at four o'clock on Thursdays. And every single week, I leave that with some kind of inspiration of a different way of thinking of some new way of looking at something and to and that kind of weekly inspiration burst is lovely and that comes from picking a topic and having a conversation which is what we do in our podcast but it's it's really lovely to be talking to people that I wouldn't normally talk to and I think finding those conversations finding those ways to have those conversations which is what social media is great for it's got a lot of bad but it's great for is something where you can find lots of inspiration in in lots of places you never thought you could so that would be mine 
this is really random now because I was just thinking what Trudy, Trudy was saying about sustainability and environment. I've been in a in a in a deep dive world of sustainability. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny and Trudy both know this because I've been inspiring them <laughs> with the great work. Yeah. The great work that some folks are doing out there. But you know what? One story that I have been absolutely besotted with over the last couple of days is Tony Chocoloni. It's so random, I know, and it's complete opposite. Oh, of the, the chocolate thing. guy. Yeah, the chocolate guy, Tony Chocoloni. His story and why he decided to create his own chocolate bars is massively inspirational okay, because the chocolate, I know about that one. the chocolate trade is built on on uh, on on enslaved people. And it still continues to this day. So people, uh, children are being sold to work in these chocolate factories, to to in cocoa factories and cocoa plantations. Tony Chocoloni decided he was going to change all of this and created, he doesn't make much profit whatsoever because he, he's trying to be sustainable. He's trying to get rid of the, you know, trying to, to get rid of this whole perception around uh, enslavement. Honestly, that bloke, I mean, I, I love his chocolate and you know, one of the reasons why I thought, oh, let's see what Tony Chocolone is doing. But his story behind that whole thing has been absolutely inspirational. And it's people like that who will put everything they've got, every single bit of who they are, investment, time, energy, to make a difference to an industry for generations and generations has continued doing the same thing over and over again and he's thought you know what I'm not going to put up with this anymore I'm going to actually invest time I'm going to get people I'm going to speak out about it because it's a it's a you know it's a trillion pound trade chocolate and to kind of go out there and be this kind of pain I suppose in other people's kind of way of working and that's exactly what he he is he admits it himself I just think everything he's doing and the reason he calls it chocolonely is because it's a lonely thing to do and that's where the name came from, Tony Chocolonely. I feel like we should do something with the chocolate. Like, if people want to, if people can review the podcast, if we talk about all the time about reviewing the podcast, is if they then let us know through our DMs that they've done it with a screenshot, we can maybe buy some chocolate and send it to them to kind of support his oh, cause. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so let's so do if that. You, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you write a review, take a screenshot of it once you posted it, DM us, and we'll get you a bar of chocolate to support that. Be a yeah, nice and thing be, to do. we'll get you. A, we'll get you Tony Chocolate only. Let's support yes. his cause. Oh God, yeah, yeah. We're just going to get some random yeah. chocolate. Let's <laughs> get some of those two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, and that, what a great way to end season two, yes. episode six. And we really do hope that you have enjoyed our thought process at times. I know we can go off on a bit of a tangent, but it's been an absolute pleasure to listen to your feedback, to hear some of the tweets that have come our way, the private DMs each one of us have received. And we absolutely love doing this and season three it will be coming out soon and we've got some exciting new developments i love saying that i feel like i'm some kind of like that's a watch watch this space, watch this space. <laughs> thank you for listening please click subscribe so you get our new episodes as soon as they're released if you want to reach out, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram as Calm Edged Rebels. We're always up for a chat. So please let us know what you think and ask us any questions you might want us to cover in future episodes. We're also all on LinkedIn and always available if you want to get in touch.